0: hello 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 welcome to the Komono health podcast i am your host sarah and i'm with leticia let's get into it welcome everyone today we have a very special guest someone i went to school with and i'm super excited to have a conversation with her today i'm excited to learn from her and i hope you all will learn something precious from her so welcome Malodi, welcome <laughs>
1: Thank you so much. I'm so so
2: excited to be or to rather have this opportunity and uh, as uh, Sarah has mentioned me we, we get inside from each other. I think that's the beauty of such a platform. I think I just also want to commend you for your work. You're doing such incredible stuff uh, and we're here to support each other. Hashtag let's collaborate baby. Yes! <laughs> uh,
0: so I know that you have the Melody Project and you do amazing work on the empowering women and talking about adulting like your adulting live and with that being said who is malodi i know this sounds like a like an interview like job interview question but (laughs) for our listeners who is malodi sure where do i even begin it's so crazy because one thing about identity right
2: like You were constantly redefining that for ourselves. Um, And that's, I think, what I've really appreciated from the platform, is knowing that it's a journey.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Um, And it's okay to be fluid. Um, So if I can tell you who I am, it's probably based on my season right now. Um, Melody is a young professional woman in the industry of finance who is pro-mental health. Um, Mine was, funny enough, circumstantial in the sense that I grew up at some point having to mother my mom. I saw the impact of that in terms of how I think of things, how I relationship. Um, And I realized that there's a lot of these type conversations that we don't have with each other. so I'm I'm, I'm 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 pro let's speak i'm pro let's get uncomfortable uh actually means not perspicuous so my handle is actually malodi, oh. not perspicuous because um, that's my meaning um and what that means is that it's not lucid it's not easily understood uh in Zwana. and the idea is to have conversations that are not easy to have that are uncomfortable sometimes and i think society Societally, we run away from, Mm. especially on these platforms where we want to like create like facades and Mm. everyone's just pretending. Um, So, I don't also want to pretend therapy, so it's Mm. not therapy, Mm. (laughs) but it's really just an outlet uh, and a safe space for us, I guess, to heal, to grow, to love, and create networks. So yeah i think that's a part of who i am slash you also my lady not for was platform is at the same time but i hope
1: that answers the
0: question no lovely no you've
1: answered it so well so well
0: so beautifully like absolutely beautiful i think our listeners will really enjoy today's conversation with you
1: yeah and i like to hear you speak because it's one thing to Watch someone on social media and read their post, yeah. and actually sit and have a conversation with them. It's just so heartwarming. So, I love it. Love it. <laughs> so. Thank you so much. Ed.
0: Yeah. So I know you through school, and I would say that you were a model student at school. So I just want to know, like, how has, um, how have you transitioned from that to being a career woman? How has that been for you? Especially, what is a model student? Let's go back. <laughs> a model student is. Defi- I would define a model student um someone who's academically strong, mm-hmm. someone who's in sports and other extramural activities.
1: And someone that other kids can look, up, look to.
0: up to. That would be a model student. Like, they look up to you, and yeah, that's how I would describe you like that's how I oh, would have described it. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: so sweet um I really appreciate that and it's so funny because I was reflecting the other day on my high school life right and I had yeah it was crazy so think about this grade 8 we go in I'm like I just open the shell of kind of intro- extroverted melody. I was introverted until, like, grade five, and then six, seven, got of a bit comfortable in my body because I was, like, the smallest, key with a big head, little lollipop. Um, and school kids are mean, right? Yeah. So you hear these, like, terms, and you adapt, and you take them in, and somewhat become like you, I did. Yeah, I hope there are school kids listening to this. Because <laughs> <laughs> we just also need to be kind at yeah. that level of our yeah. development. Mm-hmm. But anyway, get to grade eight, still like, oh, I got this. Oh, I remember there's a squad, they were bullies. They used to sit, um, it was just at the old tuck shop, there was that little veranda. Um, I don't know if the new one is still new right now. I mean, it's like many years ago. Yeah. But during breaks, there was after orientation when we got our hair with like egg and flour and mm. paste and. My aunt took me for a cut, and it was a razor cut. I had never done a razor cut before. And I felt like, oh, my word, this is cool. Come Monday morning, I was called Lloyd in space. Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. And they were laughing. It was a whole big thing at break. Mm. I think even my friend at the time laughed in assembly. Mm. Um, so that was hectic. Mm. And for a few months, I even ended up having, like, lunch in the toilet like mm-hmm. it's that school movie th- like the, mm-hmm. the movie of high school played out in reality um and i think things started pivoting and i started getting a bit more comfortable and having my voice again um in about grade 10 um academically i could say i am i was I kind of say I was born, no, I'm lying, I worked
1: hard, I worked hard, I didn't sleep <laughs> at <it, you>
2: know? <laughs> school, I wasn't born that smart, um, but I was also like an average B-type student with a few A's sprinkled on top every now and then, um, but besides that, I started getting a bit more social, that's when the leadership thing happened and we became prefects, but crazy enough, how... <laughs> it happens and you look at it like in retrospect you get to school i mean to work sorry or you to varsity and like Mm -hmm. there's all these different people from different types of schools and like they did uh maths plus plus (laughs) and and (laughs) these weird like sports and all these extracurricular stuff and you almost become like small in your Mm. world right Mm. and you feel like Oh my word, what do I know? Am I really a model learner? I know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and one thing about varsity, it will humble the babies. Mm. Coming from 70s and 80s at school and then getting 50s in first year, you're just like, oh, what am I doing? Mm. <laughs> mm. But I think just to answer your question, just I needed to build some context and um, how I guess I had shaped my life um, in that period. But going then to varsity and transitioning into a professional or a career uh, woman, sure. It's so tough because there's no book that says this is how it needs to be done. Um, I think I started even working quite quickly in the sense that I was in third year um, and I'd already started at my employer. It was Eye-opening, I was blessed that the space that I was in was predominantly young people, so we all thought the same way. Um, I think from a career point of view, when I moved two years ago to a different team and where people started talking about school runs, um, and I could see, these are adults, man, these are my parents. (laughs) (laughs) um, The shift started, it needed to happen, you know. Um, From a mental point of view where i needed to show up in a different light right that goofy big energy melody i was actually at some point told that i was too much mm-hmm. um and i needed to tone it down a bit and it was just really understanding how to i guess show up or like read the room as they say or like channel different environments in a different part of me it doesn't take away from who i am because I struggled with that for a while, I took it like I don't need to be me at all. You don't want me, so I'm not going to be me in this space. But that's not what it meant, right? But I had to sit with the feeling of this sucks, I don't want to be here, um, and all the likes. So that got a bit awkward and uncomfortable. Um, but we grow, as mm-hmm. I said, which is
1: mm-hmm. the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and as well, just to go back to you, that question. I think what we forget
2: is that we need mentors, we need people who have been in that space in order to like guide and help us. Um, It's it's, it's a completely different world, right? We know nothing of what working means. If all you've done is be like, Ba, ba, school, school, school. Yeah. These are the rules. These are the things that you need yeah. to apply. Everything is so like straight into the book. And leaders need to watch that your skirt is not, because then four skirts, I mean, four fingers, probably me. Um, <laughs> where in, world, in the working world, it's completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, it's come as you are, but to a certain extent, kind of be shaped into what they need you to show up as. Mm-hmm. There's that element of what does even professionalism mean? You know, when you're so young and starting to work, um, it's things like, the thing I studied, funny enough, was nothing like what I went to, even though I was in finance. I did a big call in finance yeah. and investment, double majored in insurance and risk management. But being in finance, nothing I studied was what I was doing. <laughs> mm. So it also comes with an acceptance, right, that you're there to learn, you're there to grow um, and really living in that experience. But I think what is also what I wish someone had told me then was you don't have to have it figured out um, Mm -hmm. from a career point of view. And I think there was a lot of pressure around, especially choosing subjects in grade 10, especially choosing your degree or what to study, but most of these things Yes, they teach you how to learn, but it's not the end and be all of what you end up doing in a role. Mm -hmm. Um, Once you're teachable, you're able to really navigate yourself between different experiences and opportunities and really being Mm -hmm. open-minded.
1: Yeah, I feel like I've spoken a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But most importantly, have I answered the question
0: yeah, no you have. I learned so much from you already from like the second question and I'm really mind blown. Mm. And um yeah, really mind blown. You know, sometimes you think you know someone, but when you sit down and have a conversation with someone, it's like you get to learn.
1: And I think that's the beautiful thing about having a conversation. Yeah. Because you get to learn. Like yeah. I'm learning so much. Learning
0: so much. And I
1: feel like you're very young, but you're filled with a lot of wisdom. Yeah. With how you see your experiences, how you explain them, and how you're willing to learn from them and grow from them. I think there's a lot of wisdom.
0: Yeah.
2: Thanks, funny. <laughs> you're so kind to stop.
1: <laughs>
0: Um, And now, so let's move on to the Melody project, uh, which I have yeah. been fortunate enough to be featured on and uh what an inspirational platform where you invite so many women on it to talk about the experiences to talk about their wisdom and knowledge that they get to also share with others and i absolutely love that um so what inspired you to create like this is how you describe it a safe space for adulting in the eyes of a south african black woman
2: I wonder what I was thinking when I typed that. (laughs) 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 But I think what I can appreciate is that the intention has always been the same. Yeah. Um, As I briefly mentioned earlier, it was really to have a platform. So I didn't want... I call it a platform because I didn't want to be the speaker. I didn't want to be the one who's constantly sharing experience because I think we have so many different people with so many different experiences that we can all learn from. Um, And it was really providing that safe space um, to have even these conversations. I think I found a gap in the sense, as I said, like too many of the pages that were on my um, Instagram were just snippets of people's great moments. But no one really was crying or sharing emotion or places of trauma and how they came out of it and so for me i think it was it's almost three years oh my gosh it was two three, yeah three years ago july uh it was actually my mom's birthday so she passed away in 2019 um and 2020 yeah the next year july i thought how could i honor such a beautiful woman Um, And I know that she was such a motivational person. Like she wanted to write books, be a motivational speaker and just share her experience of mental illness. Um, So I thought, how do I take them the baton and almost go through this healing journey? Journey is important, right? As Mm -hmm. mentioned, like there's Mm -hmm. not a linear... Process mm-hmm. you go through it in it, its waves and peaks and throws and it just it's a journey. But how do I share this journey and this opportunity that like we can all relate to, we can all heal through? Um, and that was the main intention. Uh, it's so crazy because I ended up learning so much as well um, from other beautiful women that have also shared their experiences it's just crazy because just, there's two things that become so difficult firstly you will notice I said in the context of a black woman so I'm not taking away from the fact that this platform is not only for black women, yeah. I would love men to be part of the conversation too I can only speak to being um, mm. to the to, sorry I can only speak as a black woman because that is what I identify as mm. so that's the context that i have um but i don't know every now and then you'll know there'll be i think i was talking about finance and one of my friends lloyd had been on a live with me around that um and because of the different and the vast amount of like things that come to heart and mind um it's specialists in that regard even last year no no, wait not last year the year before that as well uh when I had the seminar oh, mm-hmm. my favorite human yeah. in the whole wide world, I had uh, Hakeem Anderson, um, who got to navigate the conversation uh as well as the mindfulness coach Cody. Um and Hakeem is my like holistic therapist. So yeah, it's 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 really just to create that safe space to talk about not easily understood or had conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, And most importantly to, as I think there's that part that says existing networks, Yeah, is that part of us learning from Mm -hmm. each other, I think I've also opened a world up to people having a relationship with some incredible people. Mm -hmm. Um, No one person can go through life without another. Mm -hmm. I mean, God created us in the sense that we were made to be, of that kind, um, that kindness, and to be with people and to love his people. So, why not, while we can, add, like be at it, have this opportunity? For example, like I got to meet Kimono House. Hel- <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> On the platform, and that should speak to just the amount of beautiful people and like collaborations that we can have. Mm. So super 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 stoked when I you love, love that. listening to also Love that. into that mm,
0: I really love that you really answered the exist in networks because I actually wanted to ask about that and mm. your platform has opened doors for many other people to connect with each other mm. and that is really beautiful
1: mm. Mm, and I absolutely love that because I always tell Sarah that we are humans having a human experience and we have to share it yes. with each other and to come across your platform yeah. and you're doing that it's amazing because social media, everything is just rainbows and sunshines. And sometimes mm-hmm. it can be depressing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you want to sit and feel what another human is feeling or just mm-hmm. have a conversation. So I love that. Love yeah. that.
0: Just so we can Thanks, just be honey. like... Speaking about Instagram. Mm. Mm. Sorry, honey. No, it's
1: okay. It's
0: okay. I don't know if you know. So I actually have
2: three different profiles, right. Um, And that's the thing about these algorithms, I noticed that the more wholesome content, so firstly, kudos to whatever we're all doing, that there's a lot less pretence on these platforms than what used to well, at least I've noticed that transition. Um, But the more of these type of platforms, so Melody follows your LXLs of the world, like, you know, Drata, uh, Morgan Therapist, the Hakims of the world. And that now on my feed, like, I see that more often than if I'm going to get food and lifestyle on my other page. Mm -hmm. So the nice thing about it is that sometimes when we scroll and scroll and we're consuming stuff, this platform has allowed me to consume also the right stuff Mm -hmm. in a way well Mm -hmm. it's right for me i'm not saying Mm -hmm. (laughs) anything against anyone who's pro Mm -hmm. i guess Mm -hmm. lifestyle but remember i think i i really appreciated that i i didn't have to pretend Mm -hmm. right and the thing is with great power comes great responsibility so part of having this platform also i have a responsibility not to bleed on a page so i just thought about it when you were mentioning how like these platforms can be sometimes just add a bit of context
0: yeah no i absolutely love that because kimono health is exactly like that when i go on it there's i feel like i'm breathing a breath of fresh air when i'm on it because i also have two different platforms so there's one where you see food fashion and all that kind of stuff things that make you compare yourself to other people (laughs) but with kimono health it just feels like I can use it as a way to escape and I can use Mm. social media for good. That's what I love about Kamono House. I totally get what she's saying. (laughs) And yeah, and I absolutely love how you um, talk about your mom openly. I've always admired that about you. And I feel like conversations about our loved ones who have passed on are very important and I think it's always important to ask people about their memories of their loved ones. Um, How have they gone through their grief? I think I feel like a lot of people run away from those conversations. People get scared to get into those conversations. And I've always had so much admiration and respect for you for always coming so openly to just speak about it. Like... I absolutely love that. So I just wanted to ask, like, what is your favorite memory about your mom? And what is something about her that you carry with yourself everywhere you go? Something you learn from her and you're like, I carry this with myself everywhere I go. Sure.
2: Thank you for that. What a powerful question. I think... mom was such a beautiful energy um and i've seen it in how i show up and just how my energy is also so contagious um i think it's how i grew up under such a powerful woman with such a powerful mind and so much love um, and that to be able to like translate that to my communities, um, I guess was part of also taking the baton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And her being the driving or inspiring force for even the platform has just reminded me that, you know, we all have a voice and it's how do we share that voice that it brings light, that it brings purity it brings healing um and that's like like those words with the descriptors and adjectives of things that I think about when I think of her um I don't want to lie it was a very difficult journey and a -hmm. lot of the childhood trauma is also based from some of the things that we had experienced in her later part of life Mm -hmm. but the beauty about this and like the platform is that I get to also sit in the good man. Like mm-hmm. we get to also sit knowing that people are made of so many different parts of who they are, and parents also don't have to be superheroes. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have True. to be superhumans yeah. that we create. But she too is human, and she too had a human experience, as you just said. So yeah, it's just. I guess shining the light, Um, shining my light, yeah, I'd say that is one of the beautiful things that I loved about her and get to now share.
0: I love that, thank you so much for that, I guess um, we get to experience her as well, through you mm. because you share that light you share
1: that energy that
0: energy and you're also a powerful woman you yes. know the way you described your mom that she was a powerful I would say that you're a powerful woman you're young but very powerful and I think um your voice um Helps you know shine light on Mm. so many different aspects of our lives, Mm. and I feel like the world needs that. Mm. So I hope that you continue to use your voice the way you do, Mm. and continue to use your platform as you do. As you do, yeah, absolutely love that. Um, And in that, like, how do you take care of your mental health? I usually see that you you're a very active person, like physically active. Um you hike, mm-hmm. you dance a lot. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. dancing so <laughs> I see that you always like dancing, you hike, you keep your body active mm-hmm. and that stuff. So um I just want to know and I want our listeners to hear from you. Like how do you take care of your mental health? Sure. But that,
2: that one is tricky because for the longest time, I still got taken by the oh, it's bubble baths and candles and getting away, and those are nice, right? But in the silence, you really get to deal with the things that are in your mind, in your subconscious. Um, so one of my outlets that I actually also took from my therapist, um, I haven't actually even done it in a while. Mm. I'm lying, I did, but not as formally as I used to, is journaling, right? There's something so powerful about putting down what is in your mind. Um, It helps process. It helps you to gain perspective of really what are the things that are brewing inside of you. Um, Funny enough, um, I have a big, 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 big goal. (laughs) And I say this because I've never thought of doing anything like that, but I would love to share mom's story in a book, oh. you know? Um, and I think I probably need a lot of coaching.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but that too would just be an opportunity to outlet, uh,
2: an opportunity to share um, what my understanding of mental health is. Um, and and that's the thing, right? Part of the platform, it's it's heavily and pro mental health because if mom was the inspiration and i saw her journey and being like a young confidant for my mother i got to see what chronic depression looked like you know and i got to take care of someone who had experienced something like that. And that's not easy. Mm -hmm. Um, I know how, like sometimes I, I I took on the hurts and the pain. Um, this was before I did the work and I would just bleed on anything and everyone around me, but just the importance of doing the work. So part of doing the work meant for me, speaking to someone who is a professional, Mm -hmm. it also meant speaking to my friends sometimes, Mm -hmm. um, Or those that my loved ones, I guess, who were around me that provided that safe space. Because you don't also want to speak to someone who's just going to add fire to the trauma, right? Because sometimes Mm -hmm. we have relationships that aren't for us. Mm -hmm. um, And that has been something that I had to learn. Sure, loss will teach you your people. It will show you your people. (laughs) (laughs) As crazy as that sounds, Mm -hmm. but... I really got to understand like, who is my tribe. And tribe is really important when you're navigating life as an adult. Mm-hmm. Because not everyone is there with good intention. Mm-hmm. But without going into that,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: I think another thing that has really inspired me, and which is something that you important in or had mentioned was, I guess, the fitness journey, right? I have another platform that would be Fitlody. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and really for me, it was journaling, but active journaling. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was my opportunity to release endorphins. And it, it just kind of feels like everything is going to be okay in a way because I get to take care of something, right? And that that responsibility of taking care of something allows me to kind of unclutter my mind, um, and not sit in, I guess, the hurt and the pain and the misery, but it's also so important to still process that, right? Sit in the emotion. That's another thing. Like I am not scared to be emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, emotions inform us. They get to tell us where we are in our lives. Mm -hmm. It gets to inform where we need to work. Um, so just sitting in that is also so, so, so important. I wish I could say these in like numbers, but as I'm thinking about each item, it kind of like spills <laughs> into another, but <laughs> I'm hoping you can see the different like yeah practices like that are important to me. Um, and even right now I've got this little scented candle that it just creates a bit of harmony mm. in the space mm. um, just so I can have an opportunity to really process my thoughts. Um, so yeah, because cause here's the thing, the reality is that reality doesn't stop. We're constantly going, there's so much going on around mm. us um, and all of these things can also easily be distractions, mm. but you need to intentionally make sure that you put practices that are important to you to allow healing. Um, And here's another thing. We don't have to go through something to heal.
1: Mm. That's
2: why I think like this platform is not just for someone who has a big traumatic experience happen to them or their loved ones, but it's how do we holistically maintain mental health Mm. every day? because that's what it is it's an everyday practice I don't need to go to therapy because I had something go wrong Mm, you know it's a processing of my thoughts it's how do I get tools to better think about something or to find a better like outlet that's healthy so yeah I think mental health is really really important and especially because like growing up in a black family with it's been something so taboo to yeah. talk about yeah right like as soon as you mention i know like even with my mom when she started speaking to some of her family members who didn't understand the things that were happening inside of her they were like but no you're living in a suburb and your husband takes care of you and you've got these children and you're happy. Why are you complaining? Are you crazy? Mm -hmm. You know, Um, but people don't get to see the work that happens inside of you. Mm -hmm. Um, And even like, I think the time I had sat with her psychologist, one thing about depression is that the next person can never understand what someone is experiencing internally, Mm -hmm. even if they try to explain it. And it's tricky because then how do you show up for someone in that light or in that space? right cuz sometimes they can't even communicate what it is that they're experiencing but it goes back to just being graceful with each other mm-hmm. it goes back to really just being kind um and i can't be kind to you if i'm not kind to myself mm-hmm. so i think that too is a mental health outlet is how do i afford grace and kindness to my lady today you know cuz i can't fill someone else's cup if mine's not full, mm. but I need to prioritize myself um, in order to prioritize work, to prioritize my targets, to prioritize my relationships, to prioritize my school. Um, so yeah, mental health is so, so, so important. And I'm so grateful that we get to have the opportunity to speak to it and about it. Mm. And my biggest career and hope even on the platform, is that we continue the conversation outside of these spaces, Mm. you know? So, yeah. (laughs) there is (laughs) my
1: I am learning so, so much. Like, I'm really enjoying this. Like, I'm literally so excited for when people will hear this because there's so much wisdom in this and so
0: much to learn. So much. Yeah. Cool. Mental health is important. Could I
1: ask you guys a question actually okay, yeah. while we're on that? Yeah. What would, we, what
2: would, what would your uh, mental health practices, what would you say those are and outlets?
0: Okay, for me, it would be hiking. Mm-hmm. I enjoy uh, hiking, I enjoy being in nature. Mm-hmm. There's something being around nature that makes me feel so good, it makes me feel alive. It makes me feel good yeah. to be alive. I can actually say, I'm happy to be alive. Mm-hmm. You know, I really Yeah, I really enjoy that. I think that's like my number one thing right now. And you Leticia?
1: I think my number one thing is before I touch my phone in the morning, before I do anything, I have to pray, I have to journal. Mm. And I just need to go outside and be in silence with the birds in the wind for just like even five minutes and then I'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's me.
2: It i did get get, get uh, the hiking part um and i think what i've learned is that I, I was saying you sometimes will know that this is the track you want to be on sometimes you get on the hike and you lose the track yeah but it's such a mental thing right uh i was saying how you have to fully immerse yourself in the presence and you almost feel like oh my word this is me being in god because of like just being in nature like that and in its vastness and it's like immeasurable love and you try as much as possible to sometimes want to go back Mm -hmm. but finishing the course is so fulfilling right Mm -hmm. it feels like oh my word I've accomplished something um and that's something so powerful because what that does to you is like it reminds you that you are enough and you don't even need to have activities of accomplishment to feel or to know that that you are enough as like by the true essence of yourself but those are like the other initiators of that thing you know um hiking is so crazy because I think even though I've never done it alone I don't know if you hike alone
0: no but I haven't
2: (laughs) (laughs) I can't but you still get to feel like you can process a lot in that space.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, I, I really appreciate hiking too, actually.
0: Yeah. Love that. <laughs> I've never hiked alone. I'm too scared. Every
1: time I see someone hiking on their own, I'm like, you are so, so
0: brave. brave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you
2: stay fighting girl. I'm, I'm. We'll just watch from the back. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but Maybe one day I think maybe maybe, one day it would maybe. Be a challenge. maybe but... one day I'll go without mm. Leticia.
1: Mm. it will probably be very challenging, yeah, but you're gonna feel so good at the end, yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. uh, Well now we have to let each other up
2: if anyone ever does it yeah.
0: yeah', yeah, so yeah like creating a
2: pack right now. <laughs> <sighs>
0: thanks you. And to end off this beautiful conversation. What can our listeners expect from the Malodi Project and how can they connect with you if that is like something you want?
2: Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> Freshly, thank you so, so, so much for this platform, for this opportunity, for the, just the space to share, um I guess, some context into what the platform is. You can find me on Instagram. It is malodi underscore not Perspicuous. I should probably spell that because sometimes I don't even know how to spell <laughs> that. So it is M A L O D I, Malodi. <laughs> Underscore. Not. Spelled Perspicuous spelled P E R S P I C U O U S. What a <am> I for? <laughs> <laughs> but please like. Comment, subscribe, jokes. It's not YouTube. Um, yeah. but, um, <laughs> I must add, you. I've had some backlash in terms of my follow backs. Um, I am very intentional in terms of the spaces I follow. As yeah, yeah. I said, because I understood the mm-hmm. algorithm, mm-hmm. um, I follow pages that are pro what my intention is, mm-hmm. and it doesn't take away from you as a listener. I will comment, we'll D M, we'll like, we'll do all these other things. But I think from a uh, keeping that space with in the same like purpose and like-minded people so that my feed also like inspires me to inspire you Mm -hmm. um i've been very strict in terms of my follow backs but i appreciate the love i appreciate the support if you need a follow back follow my private page i will follow you back (laughs) 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 but but most importantly i can't wait for further um collaborations and conversations i have been away for a while um Purely because I've been processing just a lot on my side, um, and one t- one of the things I'd mention is that I don't want to be on that platform and bleed mm. on people. Mm. Um, I I I I I don't have to be perfect because that's the thing. The intention is to have the experience, the healing journey, but I don't want to do things unintentionally. Um, so we're creating redirection. Something big is coming up. Um, Mom's birthday is coming up again, which would be our three year anniversary, so there's a big event that I'm looking um to plan unfortunately now it would have been in Cape Town <laughs> fortunately, unfortunately, depending on where you are yeah um but the lo- the first one when it was in jobing was still COVID so it had to be virtual and now we get to do things outside unless you're on a book of flight. We'd love to have you ladies, <laughs> 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 but I am, yeah, I'm so expectant on what God's about to do. So the project is also God-led. There's nothing that I do that is not God-empowered. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we also come with our different religions and beliefs. But remember, this is Maludi Black woman God context. <laughs> <part-text. laughs> so oh, yeah. I hope that my light is pure um, and not discriminatory to any other ones' beliefs, mm. but. I am so, so, so expectant for what's to come and the many other beautiful relationships and networks that we get to share and love. Actually, I actually thought about something. I'm going to come to you ladies about it in the DMs for okay. the next um, event, but we'll chat about that. Okay. But yeah, can't wait to meet everyone on the lives, on the DMs, on the page. Thank you so, so much, as I said, for this opportunity. I really do love your work. I'm also so proud of you and getting like it was so crazy because it started with the page and then it was the podcast and then I know Letitia's also coloring books and journals that are so empowering so I hope you ladies also never leave wonder and that we create just a beautiful like hub of just light and greatness Mm -hmm. so stay shining ladies. And love you, little K. Okay? Thank love you. you too.
0: Love you too. Thank you so much for joining us today. It was absolutely beautiful. I learned so much about you and mm-hmm. I learned so many things that I can get to implement in my own life. Mm-hmm. And I think our listeners have been blessed with so much.
1: hundred mm, percent. And not only did we get to experience you, but mom as well. Yeah. And that is just beautiful. So thank you for Thank sharing. you so much for
0: that.
2: Thank you for the platform, lovers. It wouldn't have been possible without you. And you're just thinking about me. I'm absolutely
1: honored. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Well, that's it. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned some valuable lessons and you took something for yourself from this episode. Till next time. Bye.